It feels good to be able to, like I said in the interview, to think I filled the role pretty well. The Hall brothers are something to say the least, but their story this season is special. Colton the senior tore his ACL before the season started. His brother Marcus the junior has only stepped in to the tune of averaging nearly 30 points a game. We talk about everything from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, tears, pickup basketball games, and of course, Marcus's success. Buckle in for a ride with DC Everest's own Marcus and Colton Hall. So we got Colton Hall and Marcus Hall, the dynamic brothers from DC <laughs> Everest. Is that, is that what I should call you guys? Probably the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about this analogy. So, so before we get into this conversation about your relationship and you know the, the injury and Marcus stepping up this year, um, so I, I talked to you guys for a, a story, which, by the way, will be airing tomorrow. So people listening to this can go on our website to, to find that. Um, but I asked you to be like, you know, what, what was your relationship in terms of on the court? And I thought it was Batman and Robin. Colton corrected me. He goes, I got this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles analogy. Explain your okay, reasoning behind now, that. Now that I got the time to explain. Well, okay, so this started, me and Zeke have been watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, and it's just they all play a certain role in that, like, big team, whereas Batman and Robin, everyone knows Batman's, like, the cool one, and Robin just wears tights, pretty much, and Robin's <laughs> kind of cool. Batman Robin wears not, tights, too. Okay, but he's got, like, a cape and all, okay, does Robin have a cape? Probably. I, I think he does. He has a cape. It's, it's yellow, See, right? But everyone knows yeah. Batman is cooler, and in that analogy, I was obviously the cooler one, and I was like, what? no. No, I'll bring Robin I, up. I, I, I will say this, because when I asked Marcus about this, he goes, clearly, I was the secondary guy to Colton. Yeah. Last year. What, no. Last no. year. So not this year. This year, we this never year, know. What are you, Superman? Well, basically. <laughs> <laughs> We're just throwing out all the, the Yeah, all, all the superheroes, pretty much. But I was saying, like, okay, I can be the two cooler ones, the red guy and the orange guy. So, like... Oh, too cooler. So you're oh, slightly cooler. One. So slightly, but he still plays a. The blue big one is role. like the leader of the group. Is that not the cool one? No, he's not cool. I was just saying he's not the tight wearing flip dude. He's a little cooler than. He's that. a little cool. Hey, I appreciate it. That's, the older that's brother. Where was, that's where I was going with it. The older brother saying that, that takes that takes a lot to admit that. So let, let's set the <laughs> this the scene here, right? Colton, you were the star last year. Uh, what? 20, 25 points a like game? Tw about tw like about 18.7 something. 18.7. So. Valley Conference champs here over at D.C. Everest. Um, heading into this season, what were some of your expectations? We talked about this before, but, I mean, what, what were your expectations? Yeah, well, just basically another conference championship. That had been three straight. If you count last year's, we split it with point. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm counting it. Still says it on the shirts, back-to-back. -back. So I was, we were going for the three-peat. That was the main goal. And, like, for myself, just to, like, up my points per game, up my, just up everything pretty much. Like 25, 30 points a game, 10 rebounds pretty much, and like five assists. That that was the goal. Oh, so you had like actual benchmarks you wanted to Yeah, hit. well before that it was like, my goal junior year was like 20 points mm -hmm. per game, five rebounds and like three assists or something, and I was close to the, tw I was close to the 20, I had the five rebounds and I had the four assists, so I, Hit all those benchmarks pretty much. So basically, just building on that, and the, building on those like individual goals definitely is gonna like build on the team goals pretty much, and get that threepeat. Mm -hmm. Is that, that's where that was my main that, goal. That was your perspective of it, Marcus. What were you expecting your role to be? 
for me, it was sort of like Colton, just improve on everything myself from the year before. Also repeat, for me, it would be two in a row conference champions. But more the benchmarks, I didn't have like one set in stone like Colton did. Mm -hmm. But it was probably like 20 points, like seven rebounds and like four assists about. Similar to Colton, but just like a little bit less. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. Rightfully. <laughs> like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> exactly. Um, what, what is your relationship like at, at that point? I mean, you're a year apart, so I'm sure you've played on the same team quite a bit growing yeah, up. Yeah, he actually, see, he started travel basketball the same year I started. He got to play up on my team, so I would say he has no reason not to be just as good or better, considering we started at the same time. But He's I, got the size, though. He's got the size. He's got as much experience. Like, he should be better, but every year... Up to that, I was pretty much dominating him is how I would put it. Do you have a response? No, I, I see <laughs> that reaction. Dominating. Okay, but consistently beating is how is a realistic. Yeah. Oh. Is this is this one on one? Is this? I'd say in general, I was always just doing a little more. Okay, what? Marcus, <laughs> give me your defense here. All right, like he was always like a little bit better than me. I they, felt that's like what I was saying. you were saying you were dominating me, but he never like dominated me like. Like you said, if we play one-on-one, -on -one, I don't remember any times where he, like, dominated me in one-on-one, -on -one, except when I was, like, way younger. Yeah, In the past, fair. like, two years, like, he's okay, never dominated me one-on-one. -on -one, like, I was more even speaking from the childhood. We started at the same time, yet I just made those strides before you. Okay, yeah. In sixth yeah. grade, you yeah, dominated me. Wow, up. congrats. We'll say he caught up a little. What was it, was, was, it play, <laughs> was it playful competitiveness or was it no actual, no it was pretty it got pretty heated well we can reference that uh, quarantine the, game the 1v1 in quarantine and, i, I want to hear the story right. so basically our hoop at home is it's pretty rough it's mm -hmm. rims bent down from dunking on it from me dunking no we lowered it we both dunked <laughs> how far wait, did you wait. lower it like seven foot we, we went to all sorts of heights, but basically this rim's been replaced a couple times. The backboard shakes, so you can't even sh like make layups off the backboard. But we we painted lines in quarantine and stuff and had like a little court in the driveway. And, well, we were playing one-on-one -on -one, one day. It, got, it was getting intense. It started raining, wind blowing. Like, it was really coming down. What did we play, like, to seven or something? And it was like five, 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 six. I think it went into, like, whatever well, overtime it, it took forever because like the rain and wind it was like really hard to shoot or anything so we were both just like letting the other person shoot and no one was making anything so it was taking a long just time a lot of bricks yeah. a lot of, a lot of building bricks. houses air balls yeah. even honestly because you just him. shoot and ball blowing yeah. off the retaining wall and everything but i did not come out on top <laughs> during this game i've had i had multiple shots just bounce off the backboard and not go that would have gone in on a real hoop you know they would have so Different setting, I'm probably coming out on top, but I I was pissed after that game. I like run to the basement and just <laughs> lay there. Yeah, he ran and to the basement and was like slamming the doors as he was going down <laughs> to the basement. How old are you at this point? This is quarantine. Like, this is like two years ago. Yeah, I didn't cry. I mean, I was just <laughs> I was just mad. I just had to separate myself from the situation, get a couple deep breaths. But you know, he came out on top. I dominated him basically. He came out on top once in a while. Did that foreshadow what's happening this year? Uh, basically. It's not really a fair fight for Colton, but... You know, you know come on. Like you're only basically. averaging, like, nearly 30 points a game. He's averaging zero, so... Yeah. Uh, zero games played, so it's, like, 100%.
before before we get to this year, I want to go back to this this team. Like when you guys were at practice, I mean, I was talking to your coach. He was telling me, "I, I bet you got plenty of content." I was like, "Oh, I got way too much." <laughs> um, when I when I talked to you guys, how would your teammates describe your relationship? I would say pretty like most of the time it's like all joking around and yeah. stuff, but it gets heated once in a while. Is it is it joking all around like every sentence? Most sentences. It's like, like when we're not playing or if we're not playing against each other, it's more joking. But like when we start playing, it gets really competitive and stuff. So, so on on a serious note, I want talk to me about the injury and and how it happened and what your reactions were after that injury. Well, now we're gonna get to the crime. (laughs) But basically, you're not gonna cry. No, no, not not me crying. But that's what basically found out about it. Had to go let a tear or two out in the upstairs bathroom in German, but that, that that was the last of the crying about it, pretty much. It was like, at that moment, I was like, damn, but then a couple days later, I was like, all right, accepted it, what can you do? Get to watch basketball, blah, blah, blah. But it happened in a basketball camp over the weekend. I think I hurt my knee like two weeks prior to that in football. It'd been bothering me, it swelled up a couple times, but it was, I think, in that basketball game that I tore it. I the first game of the weekend there's like a total of three I tore it like it felt like my funny bone in my knee mm-hmm. or something it was weird it gave out on me I had the trainer at the camp look at it he felt it like did the little thing they do and he's like yeah you should be good to go back in I think you should be fine I'm like all right sweet I go back in that game I finish that game and go in the next game and play for a while and then it gives out again and like I fold on myself and like scorpion and whatever and I'm like all right, let's figure this out before basketball. Let's yeah, yeah. let's see what's actually wrong. I was hoping like meniscus, something like that, and then it's German class, and I get the text from my mom I'm like, "You serious?" She's like, "Yeah, bad news is ACL." I'm like, "Dude, you're joking. Like, what are you talking about?" And then I show him the text, and I I get out, I leave, I leave class, walk out. I think we had a sub, so the old lady wasn't stopping me, but just walk out, go to the bathroom, sit in the toilet for like maybe five minutes. I was like. All right, stop being a pussy. Go back to class. We're <laughs> fine. We'll get over it. Whatever. And what can you do? Pretty much, just where I'm at with it now. And now I'm able to start like shooting and moving and mm-hmm. doing stuff and jumping and dunking off my right leg. So it doesn't dunking really count. on that seven foot hoop. No, no, no ten. ten. Come on now. Oh, you, I've been throwing down lately, off the right, not the left yet. But we're, we'll get there. But yeah, that's basically the life of my injury is. Well, now I can start doing stuff, so it's a lot easier, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure at this point. Marcus, from your perspective, tell well, me like, about it. He, I knew about his knee giving out and stuff, and I thought it was just because he was tired because I think it was the week prior to that tournament, not the tournament, the camp, he said he, like, banged his knee up in football. So, yeah, each like every Friday after – for so it happened on a Monday practice. Mm-hmm. That week we played on, like, Appleton North, and their turf is just straight cement, I swear. So super swollen. We had another camp that weekend, and there's, like, senior ball or mm-hmm. something. So I, like, played on it all weekend, went to the ball, like, danced and stuff. Super swollen Monday. Swelling went down that week. Another game Friday, banged it up, swelled up. So I'm like – Something's wrong, but I wasn't like not gonna play in the camp, and then that's when it gave out. So do like, you, do you think it was partially torn, and you might have? I think torn like maybe down? partially torn, or maybe like some meniscus damage, and it was like unstable. Mm-hmm. He said it's like supposed to be an X. He said, and like one side was completely down. He's like, yeah, I didn't even see it because my dad, 
again, he's on the phone. He couldn't come to like the meeting with the surgeon. My mom was there. He's on the phone and he's like, yep. So yeah, you tore it. You can't see. And he's like, are you sure? Uh, I, had a fr I had a friend that actually uh, had a, they told him he tore his ACL. And when they did surgery, they realized he didn't. Are you, are you sure he tore it? And he's like, uh, yeah, 200%. Uh, he tore his ACL. I'm like, yeah, Dad, it's, I've accepted this before. Well, I looked you. up on WebMD and it says uh, these are the symptoms. That's uh, a Nate move right there. Sounds about right. So, so Marcus, you're, what, what you told me before was you knew you had the potential to do more than what your role was on the team, but obviously you're not the only guy at that point. Now he goes down, you have another senior that goes down as well. You're the guy at that point, right? Yeah, basically. So we had, we had Colton. I think you were first, right? Because mm -hmm. Bo broke his leg in football, but early mm -hmm. on, and it wasn't the like big bone, it was mm -hmm. one on the side or something. So he came back a couple weeks later to keep playing football, and then Colton got hurt, and we knew he was out for the season. But we still had Bo, who was a starter last year, and Logan Benz, who would have been a starter this year. And then Logan, was it the next week? Yeah, it was like I think really the next recent. week, his was like, because Colton, it was like a non-contact injury. And Logan's was, it looked bad yeah. when he got hit in the game. Like, someone hit him from they like the top, him. I yeah. think, from behind mm -hmm. or something, in the bottom from the front, and it looked really bad. And I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like, an another one? Yeah, like the three main seniors who would have started. We didn't really know uh -huh. who was going to be the fifth starter at that point. We knew it was, like, me, Colton, Logan, Bo. And then we didn't know who the fifth one was going to be. But then three of the guaranteed starters are, like, out. So I'm like, damn. It went, down so, it went downhill quick. Yeah, really so, so quick. you're the only scoring threat at that point right Pretty basically i mean you have a couple others i'm sure yeah. but like you are like the main source of scoring yeah. so you knew you were gonna have to score 30 mm -hmm. points a game yeah so what was the ramp up like with your brother down a bunch of teammates down and suddenly you're the guy it was just keep working on like skill stuff because this was Two weeks before the season, or yeah, three it was, weeks. You, it was like two or three. It was pretty, yeah. pretty working, recent before the season. He'd been working towards that role all summer. Really, he yeah. was gonna be, he was gonna be a scoring threat regardless. It's just now he's got like more shots to take. Mm -hmm. And then it was more talking about like how Colton last year, some games he got surprised with face guarding and boxing ones and stuff. And other people on the team stepped up big at those times. Like Logan had a forty point game or something when they ran a mm -hmm. boxing one against them. But this year I didn't really know how that was gonna work. So it's just learning about that and like what I could do to against like double teams coming. What, what or, can you do? It's more like how, how kind of to run the offense. Mm -hmm. I If I was getting face guarded, actually, never mind. For me, it's a little different too than Colton because mm -hmm. I play more in the post. Like I'm more comfortable in the post than Colton mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. So if someone, if they put like a shorter guy on me who's just really fast and is just going to stay on me the whole game, I can kind of just go into the post. Yeah. In a lot of games, they would then double into the post, but then I can just pass out, find the open guy, and we can just – play off that but then if it's I haven't faced I faced like a diamond in one or something weirdly one game but it was like for two plays and they mm -hmm. got out of it but we haven't faced any like boxing ones yet or anything it's mainly just been zones and they running double teams at me when I'm in the post which hasn't been like terrible to mm -hmm. change anything so the season starts and Colton you're gonna obviously say you're better than Marcus and have all of that banter but you knew he was capable of, of more than what he had done before oh yeah. but it doesn't even take until it's what three games in and you drop a 50 piece <laughs> yeah you had you have one of those in your career I mean I know you don't have a senior year with that but like you have one of those in your career three games in Marcus has got a 50 piece yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I I thought it would stand for like a little while like when I broke it like 
McFarlane, he's kind of like a, he's a coach of ours and mm-hmm. dad, yeah, assistant coach and like dad of a good friend of ours mm-hmm. that works out with us and everything. So, but he's like basketball genius kind of guy. And he's like, yeah, like I think Heller had like a 40 some game and maybe like this guy from a long time ago had a 40, but no, no one ever scored 50. I was like, wow, like this school's been around a while. Like no one scored 50. <laughs> like, okay, this should, this could just hang on for a little bit. And what like I scored at like the end of the year and we maybe played like, like I think five played, more games. Yeah, five more games. So then that. it stood for maybe seven games and he breaks <laughs> it. I was like, when you look at it like that, I was like, geez, damn. Like okay, I mean, of anyone to break it, like at least I can, I can claim. How many points did you have in your fifty? Fifty. You had fifty, 50 on, the on the dot. dot. You had what? Fifty-three. Fifty-four. Fifty-four, and then a fifty-seven, and then about to be a 65 next time or something it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna keep drop going. the 80 like <laughs> eventually but probably not. maybe next year during that game what's going through your head as you're <sighs> racking up points? Score I know, 50 score 50 i know for you you said you had some doubts in the middle of the game it was like whatever, i didn't have second half i was like oh, i don't know he's gonna have to score a lot like he's getting close but I, maybe not yet maybe later in the season mm-hmm. but and he did it. And that was game like, was also just a lot of free throws, though. The refs, like, yeah, it was pretty were free. It, it free was kind points. of like a free. I really had to work for game. my points in my game, I'd say. And he was being guarded by, like, a D2 player. But, like, during that game, Mine I was think probably I more shot, impressive. <laughs> I shot, I think, what, what 26 break. free throws or something? Yeah, so. I shot, like, a ton of free throws because every time I would drive in, they, like, they would reach, but, like, not really foul. But the refs were mm-hmm. just calling everything. They were playing zero defense, is what he's saying. So. They're playing defense, but like, what? They couldn't stop him. Well, they so, just so called a lot. Either of they were playing zero defense, or he was too good for them to stop them. Which one is it? Fine, he was too good for them to stop him. <laughs> but but it, but it wasn't in your head as impressive as no. Col- Colton's was earlier. Yeah. You know. That but now he's got two, so I but would now say he's that's got two. that's probably more. And impressive. the other one wasn't with all free throws. I only had six free throws that game. Yeah, that's true. Fifty-seven. 56 or 57? 57. 57 in that game. 57 in that yeah. game. So the season goes on, and, I mean, obviously you're you're averaging 30 right now, but you're just less. dropping in the buckets, like, faster than his pace. Was that anything you expected? Yeah. I mean, I expected to, because, well, you say you averaged, like, 19 last year, 20? 18.7. I, expe- <laughs> I, I expected to average. Uh, just 18.7. I expected yeah. to average more than him. Not just because I'm like, I think I'm better or whatever, Mm -hmm. but because I just have like, last year he had a lot of other scoring threats Mm -hmm. on the team. And this year with like Colton probably would have scored 25 points a game. Logan out, he probably would have scored like 10 to 15. Mm -hmm. It's just so many points are like leaving our team. Yeah. So someone, I knew I wasn't going to score all of them. I'm not going to average like Mm -hmm. 45, but I had to average a lot more. And I knew I probably would just with all the scoring, like leaving the team. Mm -hmm. How was that confidence building though? Well, with all, like you with, said, like the 50-point games, like it definitely builds because I just like proved to myself kind of that I am able to do that. So mm-hmm. It looks like you are going to say something earlier. Well, yeah, like scoring, it's definitely like it's a lot. It's a different mentality because mm-hmm. especially him in travel and years before that, never being that main score on a team. Like, And same with me, I never really was either. But like my junior year, I you kind of like flip a switch sort of be like, I have to find my shot or we're not going to win, really. And I didn't have to do it to, like, the degree he is now. Yeah. But it's it's tiring and it's, like, tough. Like, you can be a good shooter and you can score, like, 15, 20 points a game and you don't have to really find your shot. But 
to be scoring 30 points a game and finding that many sh- like good looks for yourself, you have to have like a really deep bag and like have many ways to score and do that like consistently throughout the game, which is a lot more impressive than my whatever 18. The fact that mm-hmm. oh that that's six threes or something mm-hmm. like anyone can get that many shots in a game, but be able to find like 20, 25 shots for yourself a game is while still passing the ball well is extremely tough because I I felt that transition from being like sophomore year just like hitting a couple shots here and there and like playing my role on that team is just like hit a couple shots like get the energy like flowing really in that transition to oh like having to find your own shot that was tough and now he's like transitioned from that like my like seven points a game as a sophomore to his like 12 or whatever you averaged 14 14 like that to jump like to be double uh-huh. is just ex- an insane amount of more shots to find. Yeah, because you're more of the catch and shoot guy, right? Yeah, I'm more. I'm like more of a sh- like he shooter plays, off the he dribble. He plays off the dribble a lot. Okay. It's just I'm more like downhill at the rim mm-hmm. stuff than Colton. Like he he can get downhill, but it's just not as much. Mm-hmm. I, I just it's not as. Can, can I'd you, rather pull up before I go yeah. all the way to the rim. Would you pull up a little bit too? I've, yeah, I've, I've been trying to get been, him to do I've that. I've been having yeah. to do that a little more because they've been helping so hard down when I mm-hmm. drive. So I either have to kick out or I have to pull up to like get a shot off. Um, yeah, but I want to go back to the the comment that you had about how tough it is just to score thirty points and find different ways. Can you back that up? Like the main, what, like what is your mentality during a game, and is it exhausting to just try to find different ways to score? So the mentality change was just you have to like always be looking for your shot and always be looking to score, which is like sometimes hard to balance with like not taking bad shots. Because, like, I, I definitely take, like, bad shots every game, but mm. I just try my best to, like, look for my shots. But if it's not there, to be, like, smart enough to find someone else or, like, get into a different set. And then the exhausting part is, like, consistently scoring is so tiring. It's And this yeah. year I realized that in the first couple games. Like, the first couple games I didn't even – I think I had, like, 20, and then I think I had 30 or something in the first two games. And even the 20-point game was just, like – it was just tiring to just consistently be scoring instead of scoring like seven here and then like six later on and then I'm done for the game because we had so many scores last year. So it's just a lot more tiring. Like after the mm-hmm. first 50-point game, I was exhausted. What, I didn't want to do like anything the next day. What about games where, like you said, you're cold, you're, you're having a tough time shooting, but you're still relied upon to get those points? What are those like? It's more in those games when I'm not hitting shots, I try and go into the post, which, what, what was the team, Marshfield? The second time yeah, we played Marshfield, you had, what, like twelve points that game. Yeah, it was bad, and I was like three for twelve or something. I wasn't shooting great at the start of the game, and every time I would go into the post, they would double. But their their rotations were really good for when I would kick it to mm-hmm. other people, and they would get there. And I don't think I don't think anyone really shot good that game. Yeah, that was an ugly game. It was just they, a they're a good defensive team, yeah. but we're we could have done a lot better. better. Yeah, and, and that's I, where I had it way easier last year because if I was having a semi-bad game like I have other scores to kick to and I'm not like the only guy where now he even having a bad game like has to keep attacking and has to keep fighting the shot and like fight through that not slump but basically a slump in that game and like that's where He's got yeah, to do it. it to if you're not having a good shooting night, you can maybe take a break a little bit, pass it off. Yeah, and then like, if you find it later on, mm-hmm. of course. Because like it's pretty in. easy to just kind of drift up and down a couple possessions and not really be fighting to like cutting and screen mm-hmm. with like purpose to find your shot and like get yourself opportunities. Like I, 
last year I'd find myself doing that like here and there where I'd be tired and mm -hmm. I'd realize I'd catch the ball not like with the intent to drive or score really yeah. and this year he just doesn't have that choice really he's constantly posting up have constantly having to come off screens and stuff like that and find his shot because like the offense is ran pretty much through him and has to be if we want to win games because him getting the ball doesn't necessarily mean him a shot, but the fact that they're gonna not one person can stop him, so there's gonna be someone open every time he touches the ball, pretty much. And it's gotten easier throughout the year. Um, how he said he can kick out to other people because at the beginning of the year, Joey, who hasn't played basketball for two years or something, he hasn't played since he was, freshman year. Since freshman year, yeah. he's, he's a, a senior, senior now. now. Oh, he's a senior, senior, yeah. And he just joined this year. He was like a little more hesitant to like. He he's a really quick guy, so. I've been continually telling him to like get downhill and get to his pull up, and then Cohen, the freshman who's been doing really good, like Buckets. the last, <laughs> the last like ten games or ever since he's started, he's been playing, exceeding like all expectations, uh -huh. and they've just helped because at the beginning of the year it was our offense is designed for dribble drive to create movement, and I was really like the only one who was dribble driving. So if mm -hmm. I wasn't dribble driving and like expending a ton of energy trying to get mm -hmm. to the rim. Then our offense wasn't really moving, but now Cohen and Joey—they're always trying to get downhill and get their own shots. So that's helped our offense. Mm -hmm. Those players have like really grown into their role as the seasons progressed, and that's yeah. where, if I was on the team, they wouldn't have had to grow into that role so fast, pretty much, and we would have seen a lot more success mm -hmm. early in the year when we were struggling this year. As like as of late, when mm -hmm. they've really embraced those roles of getting downhill and like slashing, we've played a lot. But like what last we've been like. Six and two the last eight games. I think we started one and seven. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now we're once they get in the valley play. Really, you're what third or fourth in the valley now. Third, third, third and it depends if Marshfield beats Point. Yeah. If we win out and Point loses, then we're tied for second. Okay. And I think if Point wins, we'll stay in third because they'll stay in second because Marshfield doesn't have any losses and they have two, I think. So, so you're saying, I mean, that, that confidence is evident and the success is coming because as the season's gone on, they've grown up a little bit. Yeah, it was just the fact that, like, this was a completely new varsity team and they, like, especially Joey hadn't played, like, real basketball in a while, so it was, he'd, like, tell me, after, like he's like, yeah, like, I'm like kind of scared to dribble and I'm like dude you have to like there's just no option uh -huh. same with same with Cohen like being a freshman on varsity l last time we've had that was like Riley Peterson five years ago and again he he was not playing the minutes and doing what Cohen did I haven't seen a player like that in a long time but like those players they're they, it's there's an adjustment period playing on varsity compared to like any other basketball just like the the speed and like the fan mm -hmm. just the whole deal and have, like just throwing them into those roles at the beginning of the year was like a lot to ask. But as they keep playing and as they keep seeing like what they have to do and what works and what doesn't, it's like definitely the last couple games I've been watching, like last six, eight, it's been like night and day compared to the beginning of the year when like those players weren't, they weren't fully embracing the roles like that they needed to. And that's definitely helped Marcus with the, like, he's still scoring, but just, like, the load of having to, like, basically f not force, but initiate all offense. And our like, offense just moves so much better. With, yeah. you can't, like, ever since they've embraced those roles, we score a lot every game. It, mainly our defense is what we need to work on. But, like, our offense is, it's, like, just taken off since everyone's, like, accepted their roles and gotten just mm -hmm. continue to grow in them. So now you are where you're at. 
Marcus, you're kind of settled into your role. The team has settled in. You're seeing some conference success. Does it make you feel good, especially, what, three or four months ago, your brother goes down, the team is tons of question marks around it. Does it make you feel good that you're the one able to step up, especially because it's your brother who went down with that injury? Like, it feels good to be able to, like I said in the interview, to Mm -hmm. think I filled the role pretty well. And I think after after bad games, I kind of just think of what Colton could have done better that game, like to see what I should have done after Mm -hmm. that game. (laughs) And I I just think of what he would have done if he were in my position Mm -hmm. this year, if like instead of him getting injured, it was me. And I think like he might have done a little better than me, but I don't think he would have done crazy much better than me. So that like Mm -hmm. gives me confidence knowing that I performed as well or just maybe a little bit worse than he would have. I'd say as well. We, we'll call it even. That's right. that's even. the fair. I don't. I, watching Teenage him play this Ninja year, Turtles. Exactly. <laughs> Fine. You can you can have Mikey. I'll take the bow staff, dude. <laughs> I, I don't like him really. He's all right. But he's he's done what I would have done if not. He's done what I would have done. <laughs> What's that been like watching from the sidelines? I mean, at at first it was like painful. It was like wow. Uh, not watching him, but yeah. watching other people. Well, and, I mean, there's some jealousy that kicks in. It's like, uh, man, well, I could. It, it, was, more like it was also probably him seeing us lose the first couple yeah. games it's when he's like, like, "We hmm. definitely should have won these games, even without him. We should have won." But he knows just with him, watching we players like that are like teams. kind of playing in my place or whatever that, like, are need more time mm-hmm. to develop on varsity. It's like wow, like watching them do the wrong things and knowing that I would have done the right things. It's so hard to just like, hey, like do this, do that, do that. They, you can only take in so much yeah. it's like a time and I don't know if, I wouldn't really say jealousy but just more like missing it and like longing to play really it was like eye opening kind of just like stuff that I would have took for granted before just being able to like walk for a little bit just being able to l- jump move shoot mm-hmm. like I wasn't allowed to do that for however long just a month or so ago I was allowed to like jump off the ground and like stuff I took for granted before, and now like seeing other people do it, it's like, wow, that's that must be nice. So, I mean, maybe a little jealousy, but I was gonna say that must be nice. I'm like a little jealousy. <laughs> a little, a little bit of jealousy, but more just like myself and being like, wow, kind of like you were selfish before, and just thinking like these things. You, I took a lot of things for granted pretty much before, and maybe didn't work as. I, I mean, I worked hard, but. Like, since coming back from my injury and, like, the rest of my life now is pretty much just think back to that time when you couldn't do these things, you couldn't work out, you couldn't lift. Because before, I did I like lifting? No. But for a while, like, lifting and PT was the only physical exercise mm-hmm. or activity I could even do. So just things that used to be, like, taken for granted is now, like, wow. And basketball being, like, the number one thing, watching everyone do it and wishing like I, that could have been me and like losing seeing them lose games and be like wow like with me out there would this be happening no but as as the season's gone on it's like more and more people are doing what they should be doing and embracing those roles and winning and it's like also been easier that I can start getting out there and like shooting and stuff but also the fact that they're winning and doing what I like expected for this year has been like big too so basically the transition from not being able to do anything to doing stuff and them losing to winning it's been like hand in hand and it's been good to see really it's been mm-hmm. definitely better than the first month or two or whatever when 
losing and I can't do nothing. Yeah, he's I mean, he's not wrong. Marcus, you're, ju- <laughs> you're, you're a junior now. Do you, have you learned some lessons from that and that, hey, like maybe I won't have a senior year. I can't take anything for granted. Yeah, especially from the lifting aspect, how you said you didn't really enjoy lifting. That's kind of like me. But I know to get better and like to get to the next level, you have to. And just seeing him after coming back from the injury, his like dedication, his hard work, knowing that he won't be able to play actual organized basketball for still over like what a year until you would be back playing actual basketball. Yeah, be, yeah. Just seeing his hard work and like how he's lifting every single day, working out almost every single day, and just continually getting better as he's able to come back and start doing more things. And he he can't even do everything when we go into our trainers. Like, I can be running off screens as hard as I can in the shooting drills, but he has to, like, slide sideways and, like, go a little pass slower. Pass against the wall. Yeah, he has, to, he has to pass against the wall for an hour straight, and I'm like, I should never be complaining about have to, having to work out when I mm-hmm. see him going as hard as he can, passing a ball at an X on the wall, and I get to, like, play live against uh-huh. people on my team and stuff. Yeah. And even like that, like, passing against that X before getting hurt, I was like, that, like... I hated that drill. I hated yeah. doing that. It sucked. And now I'm like, wow, I get to dribble the ball. Wow, I get to like uh-huh. like move my feet a little. A month, two months, three months ago I couldn't do this. Two months ago I could barely do this. Like, can't take it for granted pretty much. And it's been nice because like up to that point in my life, like I wouldn't say like everything wasn't handed to me, but I was able to do everything. Yeah, it was and natural. I was like, exactly. It was like I had what – I had everything I needed, really, and anything I could ever ask for, pretty much. And now, like, part of that being taken away, it's, like, it's eye-opening. And I know everyone, I don't know, like, all the good NBA players or good anyone's, like, they kind of have, like, a backstory where it's, Mm -hmm. like, they struggled and whatever, like, bad home life, bad something, and, like, gave them real perspective. This, I'm, like... You shouldn't have to like go through all the all, like the same suffering mm-hmm. to gain lessons from that. But now, like seeing my suffer like my own suffering and taking lessons from that, and realizing like, hey, other people can learn lessons from me not being able to play, and I should be able to learn lessons from other people not being able to whatever. Like basically, learn stuff from other people's suffering, so you don't have to go through that to take the lesson from it. Is like how I've looked at this, mm-hmm. like basically don't take stuff for granted and realize how great like how grateful you should be for what you have pretty much and go it every day with like a fire like go do yeah. it don't I, don't be lazy not worth it i like that tragic like backstory <laughs> i'm saying i don't have a tragic backstory <laughs> so like like a real superhero over here yeah literally yeah. what where where is your basketball future now are you I, do you, that's cuz you can't play for a year right yeah well, so at six months, so I'm at four months now, or three months and five days or something. So mm-hmm. four months, I can start like going pretty much full speed, jumping and stuff, just no twisting or cutting, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Six months, I can start doing that, and then it's like probably like eight months before I'm like fully back live basketball. But then it's the question of that is like college basketball, where am I playing for? Yeah. Like what's going on there? And I th- my plan is to take either a part-time year at the extension or uh i'd be like a part-time student and i'd work and i'd still be in town to like work out with marcus and work out with you mean the extension like the yeah you'd have a speed and i'd like take whatever class i'd with my ap's Mm -hmm. and stuff i'd probably be done with like my freshman year of college 
but then I'd still have my red shirt year and like four years of eligibility. Yeah. And I'd be in town working out with my trainer who's done like just worlds for me and mm-hmm. Marcus and especially our team. I was going to say for like our success, like our struggle at the beginning of the year, he's been working with me, Marcus, Cohen, Mike, Owen Sale now too, like five, like, mm-hmm. okay, not four of like the main pieces on yeah. this team. Yeah. And just been like organizing and like, going through film with them and mm. just doing it all has really helped like this winning streak too but basically i'll be in town be able to work out with ben work out with marcus just like really take my game to the next level take my strength take my athleticism and then my plan is to walk on wherever marcus goes and earn my scholarship there pretty much out of school and just being able to play with him when we're both like at our best is what really what I'm looking forward to the most because so, so you're, you want to go to the same school is that something is, you guys have talked about or is that yeah we've I mean we've talked about it a little uh-huh. pretty much and I'm just like trying not basically looking for like an end to like the high because I mean I could go play at like some d3s and stuff that I've been talking mm-hmm. to and like it'd be it'd be fine and I'd play competitive basketball but this is like the only time in my life I feel like where I have this chance for like that dream and that like that goal of playing the highest level basketball I possibly can. And taking this year, I'm not going to lose those opportunities to go play at those Division three schools. But I'm, like, betting on myself and betting on my hard work and, like, dedication to for this next year and a half to be good enough to go play at a Division one school where Marcus is going to go. I guaranteed Mark <laughs> his words in these podcasts. Year and a half, whatever. <laughs> exactly. So – basically betting on myself because I, I mean what's a safer bet than yeah. that to bet on yourself really and what do you got to lose exactly gotta basically go for it all now no other time you're gonna get this chance and hopefully be able to walk on and prove myself to that program and prove myself just to everyone there and hopefully earn a scholarship at some point is mm-hmm. the end goal of it all and just to play with him and basically play with him at our best and be able to keep working out with him and all that is what my plan is for the next year and a half two six years honestly at the end of college and stuff but that's where i planned ahead with all this minor setback pretty much just taking and build off it really mm-hmm. marcus have you thought about college at all is that something you're looking like a little bit in this last year i've started seeing results from us working out and stuff and getting better so i definitely want to like he said play at the highest level i possibly can but, like, the only thing really now to do is just play my best mm-hmm. and see, what see like, what happens and what interests I can get. And a lot of that comes this summer in AAU. So, like, I just got to play good and then see where it takes me. Last question I have. Do you want to play with Colton at the college level? How cool do you think that would be from your That would be awesome. Because knowing how good we could have been this year, it's kind of like I just want another chance to see how good we could be. And it would even be better if we're playing – at a Division One school or something and playing against the best possible people we can to show that, like, we could have been this good in his senior year or whatever. And working out with him has been what what has gotten me so good. So continuing to do that all throughout college, I know it'll just, like, keep getting me better and better. Seeing the Hall brothers at a college together would be a special sight. Thanks to both of them for coming in, and best of luck to Colton on his injury recovery. That's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. Thanks for listening and take care.